Hey man, he's been it's ready. running. He's That's right, ready. it's running. Then here we go. <laughs> All right, we are orthogonally adjacent. Welcome. So we're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves, who we are, what we do, and uh, what we deal with as far as gaming. Uh, <clears throat> I'm Chris. Uh, this happens in my man cave slash basement slash undercroft. And uh, we've been doing it for, we've been playing games here for, I don't know, 10 plus years. I don't know, it's, yeah. been, a, it's been a minute. Um <clears throat> We started upstairs in the kitchen, then we got ran off into the uh, what in the eighties would have been a dining room, and then we and you did both. moved. What's that? You did both. Oh yeah, we had we had enough people that we were doing both two tables, and then we came downstairs, and for some reason my wife likes to make my gaming easier by buying random tables or finding cheap <laughs> tables. We now are at a, like a conference table that we got for next to nothing during the pandemic. So I am a uh, teacher, got into gaming with a buddy of mine that I taught with, and we rolled over, and he was like, you want a board game? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'd always play board games, you know, but like the normal stuff and Risk. Risk was the uh, the biggest outlier of interesting, odd games that, you know, the kids didn't play on Christmas morning or whatever. We played Memoir 44, which was... Oh. Um, which was fine. It was okay. I didn't particularly love it, but, it, you know, it was fun. It was cool. And I started buying stuff. Our local game store is One-Eyed Jacks. And I started, they had the scratch and dent, and I'd go find stuff there that was cheap. And, you know, just got people around that I wanted to play with. And, um, you know, so we've been going there, you know, for a while. I'm ADHD from hell, <laughs> so I'm all over the place. I like playing games with multiple ways to pick up victory points. Oh, I like the uh, the talkative games when you got to convince people, anything like that. When there's negotiation involved, I I like that. I like historical themes. I don't like non-combat games where I build something and I'm happy with it, and then you can destroy it with a card. <laughs> that just infuriates me, uh, and I hate to feed people. Like one reason I just Agricola is the bane of my existence because every so often I got to free feed people, and I'm like. No, I'm planning on doing this, and that just ruins everything. I'm old enough that I'm uh, not afraid to fly my nerd flag with uh, just, I don't care. Um, I do what, you know, is fun, and board games fun, and I will talk to the neighbors, and they'll look at me funny, but I'm like, hey, you're invited. If you want to come, come. If you don't, eh, that's okay, too. I don't know. That's kind of about it. Uh, we play a variety of stuff. Some of my favorites are Empires, Empire Age of Discovery, Power Grid, Chaos in the Old World is like everybody's favorite. I like co-op games. Oh, I also like to play uh, kids games, buy my kids stuff, but usually they don't like it. So I just like, oh, this is going to be really cool. And I get it home and they're like, no, I don't want to play it. You're kidding. Look at this. This does this. And they're just like, nope. I don't like that anymore. With me, we got uh, Matt. <clears throat> Matt is kind of our genius executive producer the the brains and the motivation behind all this 
Uh, I got Brian, who's our rule maven, and Kevin is our, I, I don't know, he's here. He's here. <laughs> uh, we're happy to have him. Not really. Um, all right, so uh, Brian, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, I can jump in. Um, I've been playing games my whole life. I mean, my family always was doing card games, and my grandparents' house, they had life and careers and all those sorts of stuff, and Monopoly, <laughs> Triominoes. Rummy Cube, I mean, all those sorts of games growing up. So um, that sort of thing has always been in our DNA. Um, half my family's from Tennessee, the other half from Texas. The Texas family loves playing 42 and pitch. So we're talking kind of auction card games. So that kind of was where I started with the gaming at all. Um, how I got into more of the modern board gaming thing was actually playing Magic the Gathering over at one of the local stores, Richmond Comics, over here. and. When I was doing Magic sometimes, they were also having these Friday night board game groups that I jumped in and I met Chris over there at that. Kind of that was my in with this group and getting into some of the more the more modern games. Like they say, I enjoy just learning new games and getting into the rules and making sure I understand the systems of everything. I will play pretty much everything. Not a huge fan of kind of the party game type stuff. As far as strategic things, I mean, I enjoy trying pretty much anything. Some of the stuff I'm looking for are things that I can comfortably teach quickly and easily to family members. Like New York Zoo has been a, a fun one for that. Splendor was a big hit for, with my family this past year. Um, so those sorts of games which are accessible but have enough randomness to it that I'm not just going to be able to dominate just because I know the game better. Always enjoyable. And we right. love trick-taking games, and we've gotten into the crew lately. And nice. that's been yeah, the crew a really sweet. good one, which <clears throat> kind of takes the trick-taking and then twists on its side where you're actually working together instead of against each other. And Brian, Brian's not really boastful, but he is former teacher, current teacher, tutor, and he is so outstanding at devouring the rules and then presenting it totally. in a way that we all can understand, mm -hmm. even Kevin. He is a very good teacher, very good at breaking it down and very good at... Uh, killing us at the game at the <laughs> yeah. same time. Just trying to make sure everybody's <laughs> making good decisions. He wants to know just how badly you're losing. He wants you to be fully aware. Now, he, he's, yeah. he's very kind in that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's a, he's a math guy, which puts him at a crazy advantage. So he's looking at the board, thinking three different ways. If I do this, I will get 12 points. If I do this, I will get nine points. If I do, I'm doing the 12.1. And the rest of us are like, I, I'm going to do this one. More of that happens at the end of the game uh, as opposed to all the way through. That's true. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing that all the time. Obviously, Chaos has been a great one for all of us. Yeah. But, I mean, the other stuff I've been talking about, Crew, New York Zoo, Splendor, those those are kind of my, my favorite games at this point. Can't get Puerto Rico to the table as often <laughs> these days. I mean, when you were looking at the stuff when I first got into modern board gaming, I mean, obviously Settlers, Ticket to Ride, Puerto Rico was one of the ones that was way up there, and that's one that I picked up that my sister will always enjoy playing with me, and I think Kevin likes that one as well. Mm -hmm. Don't get it to the table here as much, cause, yeah. but it's got some fun mechanics to it. Yep, I've played it a lot. Well, it was different when we had like 10 or sometimes more people, and we had two games, two mm -hmm. tables going at the same time. It was easier to get more games out with more people, but, um, you know... Chris is less and less popular every year. So. I know. I know. It sucks. But that's okay. I'm running a good campaign. <laughs> it's going to be a comeback. Once you know a little bit about me, I'll pass it on to Kevin, who you just heard talking there. 
Hi, I'm Kevin. Um, I'm a professor here in town. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Uh, I have, like everybody else here, it seems, been playing games forever. Uh, always loved strategy games, area conquest games. I uh, was a huge Risk fan. Loved playing Risk. Uh, I, I had friends in high school that we had a regular Risk game. I had friends in grad school we had a regular Risk game. And, uh, yeah, just... All kinds of stuff. My family played a lot of cards and uh, a lot of like Monopoly in life and things like that. I used to play some Dungeons Dragons, probably like everybody else at the table here and everybody listening. And uh, so yeah, a lot of a lot of nerd DNA in there. And then um, uh, I guess when I when I started teaching at the local community college here, um, Chris actually uh, took my class, and that's how we met. And uh, I, I tried my best to fail him, but he's, he's kind of sharp. So uh, we just hit it off, though. I did scare him at first. Yes, he did. He's very, he gave me a lot of stalker vibes at first. Uh, but he's just a nice guy and gregarious, and, and that's off-putting to people like me. So he uh, was great having in class because I quote a lot of movies, and whatever I quoted, he then would shout out the following quote. And I was like, well, this guy's really cool, and uh, we're going to get along just fine. And so I guess we used to go shoot pool after we did. after classes sometimes, or at least when I was done teaching after, in the semesters that followed. And then one day he was just like, do you play board games? Because I host board games at my house. And uh, I, I tell people all the time, I came over pretty much every week for the first two years, and I don't think I ever played the same game twice. <laughs> and I think that was part of their strategy, was to kind of keep me on my heels. And so as soon as I'd learn a game, they're like, okay, we're going to put this one away for the next year. And every week there was a new game, which is just a testament to how many games we've been playing in all these years, because that's got to be 10 years ago that, we, that I started playing with the group. I don't know when everybody else started, but it's been a long time, and it's been a lot of fun. So... Uh, but yeah, we played a lot, um, you know, like everybody else, Chaos. I would say my my top three games are Chaos, Chaos, and Chaos. Uh, I will always play Chaos. I think it is a fascinating have we, game. Have we actually said the entire title of that game yet? I don't think so. All right. Chaos in the Old World. Yeah, Chaos in the Old World. Yes. Um, but I, I like Zulkin. Um, you know, I like that. I like... Um, you know, my, my family's not huge into games now, but they'll do the New York Zoo. That's been a, a regular one at the, the table at home. Um, they're not into the more complicated games that we like to play. And even when I try and tell people in my regular life that I play board games, but I, was, I always have to say, well, not like Monopoly or Scrabble. These are like really advanced games that hurt your head by the end of the night. But I, I rarely remember the names of what we played. So uh, even here, I'm, I'm looking through the stack of games to remind myself uh, what I played and what I enjoy. I don't like Resistance. That's probably my least favorite game I've ever played here. Like um, because all that is is basically saying you're a spy. Just pointing randomly at people and saying you're a spy. So uh, I don't like those kinds of games where it seems like you need logic, but it's really just random. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I like the more strategy games. I like the ones that you could keep playing over and over and they are always changing, but you know the rule, like chaos, you know the rules, you have the basics down, but it's never the same game twice. Uh, that's, that's just stuff that I like to play as well. But, uh, I also love the, I don't know if we're going to talk about this next, maybe I'll segue into it or Matt has to introduce himself, but you know, I love the... I love the atmosphere here, playing games at, at, the, at the house has always been, you come over, Brian will explain the games to you in a way that you can understand, 
Um, if you could just quiet everybody else down who thinks there's helping, they're helping, but they're really not. Um, Brian will tell you how to play it, but everybody plays a friendly table. Um, they don't give you anything, but if you play a card or you take a move and it's not appropriate for the people who have played it before, they will say, you don't want to do that. Yeah. And they really do put it out of their minds. Like, I've never seen that card. I have no idea you have that in your hand now, even though every, you just kind of dropped your pants for everybody. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's a very friendly <clears throat> table. We've had people come through that aren't always playing in that friendly tone. But um, uh, for the most part, it's, it's a great place to play, great place to learn new games and everything, and uh, usually a pretty good crowd of people. Segway. Yeah, I'll throw it over to Matt. Hey, I'm Matt, and I think I'm probably the, I've only been here, what, three years? Three and a half years? I think I'm the That's shortest of everyone. Yeah, yeah and it's kind of unfair to even say that because, COVID. yeah, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. COVID's, COVID's in there, so really it's like two, two and a half years maybe. And and, and it's weird because listening to you all, it's I started out the exact same way. Risk was always my favorite, mm. and then I didn't know that you know, what else was out there. Uh, when I was a kid, I would get a, a board game every single Christmas. Mm. So Hi-Ho, Cheerio, you know, like all the standards. Like I get, you know, the, the 5,000 different versions of Monopoly. Did you, did you ever get Mousetrap? I did. Did it has I think everybody had Mousetrap and nobody played it correctly. The original one. Yeah, the original yeah. with the little... Um, what is it? Blue, red, and yellow plastic parts. I never had a Mousetrap. No. The no. boot and the, the basket and everything, yeah. Yeah, I would break it out and fool with it, but I never actually played the game. Because no one could set it up properly. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh, no, no. That's fine. But, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. And I still, and so most of them I still I still have. Like stacks of newspapers? Are you a hoarder? Dude, I, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have like a whole closet of games that I know that I, I won't play again. But it's like nostalgia. You know, like I went and bought, like, remember that show Emergency? Yes, the TV show Emergency. Andy Mantooth. Yep, I can remember chips. playing Emergency the board game, and it had the little uh, thing uh, uh, And so I was like, I saw Emergency, and I was like, okay, I got to buy this board game. So I just buy, go back and buy the Milton Bradley ones. But yes. I, I, from there, I, I ended up getting what is it twenty, whatever the two thousand space version of Risk was. Mm-hmm. And that was like the more complicated, yeah, twenty fifty four. And I was like, oh well, this is cool. I didn't know board games could do this. And then, other than that, that that's kind of where I froze. And then I went over to Games Workshop. So then I just I got nested in Games Workshop with Blood Bowl, and then we did mm-hmm. Fantasy. I did the Fantasy role play for a long time, and then that went into forty k, and then both of those went away, and they kind of got into the board game arena piece. So got into that. I mean, I got burned out on Warhammer. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And that's a Do you lot actually have Warhammer stuff? Mm-hmm. Did you paint them? Mm-hmm. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Jesus, I need to see that. You are way beyond the nerd I thought you were. <laughs> so like, so and I, and I had a, and a high nerd level the on you. So yeah, yeah, you are freaking. So wow. so that's why I liked Chaos because when you pulled it out, I was like, oh, I already know what all these things are, mm-hmm. and I had never played any any of the Euro type style games at all. So every week I came out, I'm the guy that everyone at the table is like, yeah, I'm so super psyched about this. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but everybody was super friendly and and helped me walk through it. Now I think I'm I'm more averse in it. So it's, it's easier. 
so now basically we do this and it's like oh i like this game or I, I i didn't like this game as much or i really want this and i like it but i know my family or there's nobody else other than you all that i'll play that with mm-hmm. you know but a lot of the anthropomorphic animal style games like i went and bought so i bought root did you I look really that like word Root. up? I, no, I knew no that you knew that one? You were saving that. Yeah, you had that in your pocket, That's didn't you? Uh, Everdell. Everdell. I really liked Everdell. So yeah. there have been some that I came here and played, and I was like, I will immediately have this. So like when we played Rajas, I went and bought Rajas as mm-hmm. soon as I went home. Uh, Everdell I bought as soon as I went home. Uh, Newton. I got Newton as soon as I left. N- nobody knows Newton. Newton. So... Um, <laughs> But yeah, there were there were a couple that I really liked just because of the the mechanics. Adrian Hadrian's Wall. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. That, yeah. I liked that one too. I went and bought that. So it's when I see the new sort of dynamic ways that games can be played, and I've never played that style of game, then I'm usually hooked in. But then I'll burn out. Like Rolling Rights, it, it's going to take a lot now to go like okay. Lost Cities. I liked Lost Cities, but I liked the Roll and Write a, a lot better. Uh, and then it, it just kind of just depends. After a while, I don't want to have 50 of the same style game, but also the money that's associated with buying games now, it's like you better like that, and it better be something that you can play more because you're blowing what's yeah. 60 to 80 bucks on it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's nice usually... about the scratch and dent. But mm-hmm. that's kind yeah. of fizzled out now. Yes. Yeah, I would, what I do now is I figure out games that might be coming out, I look them up on Board Game Geek, see what they're rated, and then I'll try and find a review, usually, you know, Dice Tower or something, and see what it is. Because, yeah, you don't want to bring a baby home that's like, I guess, sucks. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it's <clears throat> and it's it's upsetting, and then it's kind of like you know you're not going to get as much back if you go take it someplace oh, or yeah. whatever. So it's, it's worse than a new car. Yeah, but I mean, there've been some like I I think I really like dice mechanisms. I really like dice mechanism games. Like dice mechanisms, like are using your... dices, like like Farajas. Like I like that where placement, that's part, dice placement. Yeah. yeah, you know, like Sagrada's mm-hmm. okay, but that kind of fits into that nice family style game yeah. that you were talking about, Brian. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I like having dice and then doing that um i started with magic in there too and i think i burned myself out with just the collecting aspect of mm-hmm. it i went from magic to the lord of the rings collectible card game right after that and i just burned out because you just yeah. you want to make sure that you're not oh missing God. something right and then you're like shit. so you're just flushing money in there so even with like fantasy flights like living card game stuff i'm still kind of hold that at a distance i love it but i just know that there's just too much to sink in yeah so magic I, I, I tried magic for a while but if you didn't invest like all of your monthly pay into getting yeah. the new cards to hopefully find that one that everybody has uh that's killing you every week it's kind of pointless totally yeah well if you take magic from the other perspective, though, and treat it as the Friday night magic, just doing the tournament and crack open a pack, make the best thing you can out of it, that that was where I was having the fun with it. Was I did too. Just, for just that first, first and only round that right I got then. to play, yeah. then I was beat. So yeah, and I, I think that's that, and and that in a nutshell too is I think where where I am in this is the ability to crack that stuff out. Like it takes me weeks to figure out what the mechanics inside <laughs> um, my deck is, yeah. but that's the same thing here. Like, I could win by happens chance. Like, there's some that I'm like, but you all have strategies, and, like, you all know. And, you know, like, even with new games, it's like, oh, I see how this works and whatever. My brain is not clicking on that. So, 
like I said, it's fun to go, okay, I think that I know how I'm going to do this. And then sometimes it works out. And then you all go, what the hell are you doing? And then it works out. And it's like, wow, I didn't know that you could do that. But a lot of it is I am I, not aware of how to break a game yet or do any of that. It's just kind of I like going through the actions and learning new games. So it is more an exercise and just kind of playing games and hanging out because everybody's cool. So we have Oreos. Usually That's we right, have Oreos. Oreos. We need Oreo to sponsor us. Oh, God, yeah. And the uh, peeps. Oh, yeah, the peeps. <laughs> yes, we're always up for a new peep. So, yeah, so so that's me. I don't really dislike anything. I mean, the, the hidden roles thing, I'm not a big hidden role guy either. It's just as long as I'm not playing the same type of game over and over again, I'm, I'm pretty good with anything. Like chaos? Uh, no, no. No, no. I mean, like, if I were to play a role and write every single week, then that would be different. This I like. And I like it is it is set up here. We're playing this <laughs> yeah. as soon as we're done. We're playing rocking another game of chaos, maybe two, depending on how quickly Kevin or Brian beats us. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so, but I'm playing Slanesh, so there's hope. I just want to point out Brian won both games last night. Yeah, time yes, played, which so. is very rare. Shouldn't be hardly right. ever happens. easily be. We the cannot target. allow the hat trick. And that's really um, why we're recording first, so that we just freeze yes. them out. Yes, so we can gauge the time. Um, yeah, Matt and I started teaching together, God, 24 years ago? I think so. Yeah, two, uh, 90s. 90, 98? 99. 90, 90s. No, 99. 97, 98? No, 99. It was a 99. Because it was 99, 2000, 2000, 2001, because... Yeah. No, because the towers came down, like the first week of school. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's sure. very easy for me to remember when I started. I left there. And plus now I'm close enough to that 30-year retirement that I'm like... Oh, okay. Let's let's. Oh, I only have I think six years left after this year. I don't know. It's a know. lot of gaming time that you um, set up. Yes, and uh, the the reason that we this this whole thing started, we used to play Fridays at Richmond Comics, mm-hmm. and there were like some people that just were not really fun to play with, and I was <laughs> like, you know, screw this. You, you, and you, do you want to go play games? All right, we're going to start a thing, and that way we kind of don't have the punters in here, and, you know, it's it's a good experience, and nobody's uber competitive, but we are competitive. We want to win, but we don't want to win at all costs, and, you know. Brian's you know, a lot more competitive than I am. Yes. <clears throat> Brian is, he'll cut you. <laughs> he'll cut you. So. Yeah, so eat, so for the, for the shows, we'll probably we can do new games but you know like obviously with chaos and stuff like this we're gonna it's gonna be a mixed bag of old and new it's not gonna be like new or kickstarter or all that every single week or anything like that so. i know they're probably dying to hear about chaos in the old world it's out of print yep. they would all be like oh my god we gotta go out and get this game yeah good luck yeah yeah yes and then uh, we're playing this broke ass uh, board it's now in three pieces the um, cards have thumbprints on them and you know and then and Brian, we're, we're doing mixed decks as well yeah cause... we mixed the decks yes and Brian has a brand new copy at his house that he just I, I don't know it's still in the wrapper or something next to it's his action nice. figures that he hasn't opened either it's for after the apocalypse yeah, yes it is uh, and the name that orthogonal is um, one of Brian's favorite words when he is uh, giving directions. I was and looking at new rules for Magnificent tonight, and it's right in there. It is, it yes. Orthogonally oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Building your campus awesome. out. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and uh, my kids actually know what orthogonal is because of this. So, it's valuable. Well, tell them what it means in case they don't know what it means. Oh, God. It's the word of the day. 
Brian? Well, orthogonally adjacent means they're actually sharing a side. So not touching at a corner, but actually sharing at least one of the sides. Right. So it's not diagonal. No. Yes, diagonal Diagonals are not diagonal bad. <laughs> Let's play some chaos. Why do I see too many more?